information presented throughout this episode is for entertainment and educational purposes only. You should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional before implementing any information or materials discussed within this podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Virtual Care Rehab Podcast. So Virtual Care Rehab is an online virtual clinic providing healthcare services for the mind and the body. I am Caitlin Miles, and today our personal trainer, Martin Hugh, is joining us to talk all about fitness and nutrition strategies for the COVID-19 pandemic and for weight management. So welcome, Martin, and feel free to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Uh, yes, uh, my name is Martin. I'm a personal trainer at the Virtual Care Rehab, and I'm I'm happy to be on tonight, today with you for the podcast. Awesome. We're happy to have you here too, Martin. So we'll jump into things right away. So what really led you to becoming a personal trainer? Yes, uh, I have always been interested in playing sports, more in particular in terms of golf, tennis, volleyball, and soccer when I was a kid. And uh, since grade back in high school, I started to work out and working out with my friends. I had a lot of fun. And, um, you know, certain particular uh, courses during the course, uh, during the school, I had a particular interest in the exercise science. So that uh, seemed to stick with me. And it led into um, other more particular programs in university to prepare myself. And uh, I loved the, the sports. And my family always uh, enjoyed uh, golf and tennis the most. So... <laughs> Awesome. So it sounds like training and sports and everything's really been a big part of your life for a long time. It's been a really second yeah. to you. Um, wonderful. That's, That's awesome. Right. And what population do you primarily work with right now, Martin? Uh, the middle age, uh, male, female, between the 30s to 50s uh, in that population. But wonderful. I do have uh, some are closer into the elderly and I have worked with some teen teenagers before. Awesome. And would you say you have a favorite population to work with or some clients that you really enjoy working with? Usually between the 30s to 40s, just because, you know, they like to make sure that their uh, health and their physique are up to up to their expectations. And therefore, they want to look good. Either it's for, you know, summer season, you know, for bikinis for uh, uh, females and you know, for the men, they just, just want to look good, right? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the summertime, that definitely, you know, the the cause and, and the, the motivation to have a nice physique can be definitely up there, especially getting yeah. into the beginning of summer. I'm sure your clients say that a lot to you. <laughs> That's um, correct. <laughs> and what are the most common challenges you see your clients actually having? Yeah, um, with that, usually the lack of time. Uh, sometimes with motivation aspect, like I'm there with them when I need to train them. However, once they're on their own, uh, they may not always end up having that motivation to keep going with it. Um, and therefore that struggle with that exercising on a regular basis slows down a lot. And, um, there are certain times that with clients, they, they my clients, they have hit a plateau phase and the weight just hasn't really been able to drop or see any major changes. And therefore, the way how I can be able to uh, help motivate them back is to, one, keep them accountable. And two is 
pick out their certain particular clothing that they like or have haven't worn in a while, <clears throat> and therefore using that as a reference to help uh, track their progress uh, with their with their weight is uh, helpful. Wonderful. It's mm. funny you bring that up too, Martin. From a, or coming from a dietetics perspective too, you know, a lot of those challenges I see on a daily basis as well, you know, clients lacking that time for making meals or meal prepping and lacking the motivation to do it in the first place. So it's interesting to yeah. see that overlap there. Uh, and as well, yeah. you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned to your role in keeping them accountable too. I definitely relate to that sometimes, you know, people reach out just to mm -hmm. have that support and, and somebody to talk to and, and that accountability. So that's really interesting to hear. Um, okay. And what are, you know, the most common injuries that you typically see with your clients? Uh, mostly it's low back, sometimes shoulder. Um, I have encountered some knee and ankle issues with some of my clients, but mostly it's back. Okay. Yeah. And do you have, you know, any, um, any thoughts or reasonings behind why you think it's, you know, typically back happening or back injuries happening? I find it to be more uh, post-related. I deal with the clients who do a lot more corporate jobs. So they sit at a desk in front of a computer more. So whether it's at home now or at the office or a combination of like a hybrid. And it seems that way that that posture, just that, that, that constant slouching um, seems to contribute to that low back pain. For sure. And do you think, um, I know we're getting a little bit off the, the questions we talked about before, but, you know, do you think that has any um, play into, you know, COVID and people working from home and maybe uh, having to work in different places and in different seating than they're typically used to? Yeah, because now with uh, COVID happening still, the idea of working from home is great. However, you know, the ergonomics aspect would definitely have to change and uh <clears throat> with the with the with my clients they they realize this they, they need that proper posture to uh hold them through for those uh eight hours of work whether it's at home or at the office so it definitely did have an impact on them absolutely yeah and it sounds like you're a really good you know support and and give that good support that they're needing and you have that you know education to to educate them on on why you know they might be experiencing some some back issue and some back pain as well which is wonderful um what are the most common questions that you get from your clients uh sometimes it's just like oh you know differences between like what are the differences between the using a dumbbell using kettlebell using resistant bands um, or other sorts of interesting other types of equipments. Um, <clears throat> those are some some of the questions like what are the effects, like benefits of using each one? Uh, what are, which one's the best? Uh, or even just certain changes in terms of the program expectations. You know, it's also oh, when am I going to see this result happening um, with this particular exercise or, or series of exercises or this particular program. And, uh, those, those are more common questions that are being asked or even as, as simple as, you know, well, what should I eat to, uh, complement with the, uh, with the program, the exercise programs. For sure. Yeah. So you're getting, you know, a wide variety of questions, it seems like. And uh, for sure, you know, it probably depends on what client you're talking with and what, you know, age group they are, what their goals are. Um, 
but for sure, you know, there's definitely a lot of questions and, and, uh, you know, myths and different things surrounding exercise and nutrition, you know, as, as we both know, is there's a little bit of that overlap for each. So it's again, wonderful to hear that, you know, your clients have you first that extra support. And we talked a little bit about, you know, COVID-19 impacting perhaps, you know, posture for some people working from home, like you said, Martin, how mm-hmm. else have you noticed COVID-19 has impacted your clients? Yeah, due to the fact that they don't uh, have a facility to use to work out anymore, uh, whether they freeze their membership at the gym or they even cancel completely, uh, they or don't even have a condo facility to use uh, for a while. And therefore, they have to convert to uh, home workouts, uh, whether it's in the living room or dining room, whatever it may be. And it's different. I get the comments of, you know, man, it, I can't use a certain weights or uh, it's, it's not really enough or it's, it's kind of weird, like changing back into this. And, and I'm used to so interacting with, 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 you know, people and using different equipment at the gym. And, and that's the biggest impact. And, you know, I, I find that, um, you know, for me, like I, I try my best to help whatever way I can uh, introducing, you know, virtual, uh, training, or if, if it can't be in person, you know, and therefore that will help to keep them ex- uh, on an exercise regimen <clears throat> to keep them active and keep them healthy. Okay. Well, incredible. And, and yeah, so it really sounds like your clients have gone through a, a pretty big transition, you know, trying to uh, go from working out in a gym and then of course, COVID closing down those gyms to now having to adapt to working out at home, which uh, from what you're saying, sounds like it's, you know, uncomfortable for some people as they're trying out this new thing. Um, I know it's been a couple of years now, but definitely, you know, there's still some uncomfortable uh, feelings that can accompany it for sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. And what exercise programs do, uh, do you find work best for weight management, Martin? It's hard to say, actually. With this, um, it's actually quite a combination of, of many things. In terms of, uh, I can't say that, you know, there's a one exercise that's the best because everyone would just choose that one exercise program. Um, it has to be a combination of many different factors. So, you know, whatever they're, you're, you're, favorite cardio exercise can be, whether it's jogging, running, cycling, yoga, swimming, just to keep that the cardio aspect, the heart pumping strong, uh, in combination with the weight training. So in terms of resistance training, I find best help for my clients is to start with dumbbells uh, or even with some resistant bands. That way it will keep, it's easy uh, it's more controllable and they can be able to manage between just either doing, you know, let's say one arm, uh, movements versus two arm movements. And it has, seems to help, uh, kickstart their metabolism can to get their, uh, weight management in, in more of a controlled manner and to get them back into going down to weight loss, wherever their goals can be. And it's easier to track and progress that way. Gotcha. So what I'm hearing from you, Martin, is, you know, it is typically pretty individualized, but having a little bit of a combination of, you know, both things can make a big impact and really help with weight management. Is that about correct? Yes. 
Okay. Awesome. Um, and we talked a little bit about this before, Martin, uh, before we jumped on the podcast here, looking at, you know, the difference between different kinds of diets, whether it's, you know, keto, uh, paleo, intermittent fasting, vegetarianism, all of those different diets. Uh, from your perspective, what have you heard from your clients about these kind of diets? Yes, uh, I have some clients who have tried uh, keto, who have tried intermittent fasting. Uh, they many very few who are uh, vegan or vegetarian uh but with the with those particular um diets or even mediterranean uh it seems to they seem to respond quite well to that uh somehow they can be able to fit in their into their lifestyle for a few of them especially with um intermittent fasting uh with keto though it it's a bit more it's a bit trickier on some of my clients and, and therefore you know, they tried and not really found a huge amount of success. So, you know, I, I try my best to tell them, you know what, it, it's, a, it's more about simple food pyramid and there's some portion control sizing and uh, be able to not overeat too much. Uh, but that's usually the difference uh, that I have seen with these particular diets and, and certain uh, clients of mine have tried these ones and some have worked for them and some haven't. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting to hear the feedback that you've gotten from your clients, Martin, about, mm -hmm. you know, their experiences, because absolutely, you know, everybody's will be different, but it's always good to, to hear, you know, how it's going. So from my perspective as a dietitian working with a whole array of different clients, you know, a lot of them looking for weight loss, what I always like to, you know, go with, regardless of, you know, whether it's like a keto or intermittent fasting, vegetarianism, whatever it is, I, I kind of take that away, take the focus away off of, of that kind of thing and more focus on, you know, what's going to be sustainable changes that they will be able to make, feel confident about and be able to keep making through, you know, the rest of their life. What's something that they'll be able to stick to and, and enjoy, you know, um, whether that's, you know, including carbs in their diet. I know cutting out carbs can can be very difficult, you know, can have a lot of effects, um, especially when it comes to energy levels. So typically, you know, when I talk to a lot of people, some of my clients who are considering keto, the response when I ask them, you know, do you feel like you can continue through, you know, the rest of your life without having carbs in it? The, typically mm -hmm. the answer is no. So what I always like to say is, you know, what is something whether, you know, it's a diet or a lifestyle change, I'm not a fan of the word diet, but what is a lifestyle change you feel like you could make to help you reach your goals, but something that you feel like you can stick to long-term. Um, and I like how you also mentioned too, Martin, a little bit about portion control. So that is super important too. Um, unfortunately, you know, in today's society portions and over the years as well, portions have continued to get larger, um, whether that's, you know, in, in restaurants um, or even in, you know, some different grocery store portion sizes as well. Uh, just, you know, how the world is working, unfortunately, but yeah. it's super important to be mindful of that. So I really appreciate you bringing that point up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and talking a little bit about too, you know, we talked about our take home message here, Martin, and, and kind of focusing on, you know, what it is that we really want everybody listening and everybody watching to really walk away with when it comes to, you know, exercise and, and fitness and nutrition and whatnot. Um, and I know we talked a little bit about from, well, from my perspective, I like to say, you know, nutrition and exercise really go hand in hand and uh, having a combined approach for each, especially when it comes to weight management can really help the most with that and really help with your overall 
overall health too. What would you say from your perspective? Yes, uh, definitely in terms of whatever you enjoy, whatever activities that, that usually clients would tend to enjoy, do that more often. Whatever way to stay active is very, very important uh, because ultimately now it's due with, with COVID active, it's more about health uh, as the number one priority versus the body look, appearance and physique. Um, so it's even as simple as, you know, just starting some type of a walking program or you know, to working a full on sweat workout at home uh, just find ways to stay active, uh, whatever means possible. Wonderful. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned, you know, Martin, whether you're being active with, you know, a walk, uh, whether you're, you know, getting and breaking a full on sweat during an activity, you know, both are, are a way to stay active. And I think that really points out the the scope and the, and the scale of physical activity, you know, and it's not just one thing that's considered being active, you know, there's a whole array of different activities. So uh, from what I'm, I'm getting from you, it sounds like, you know, figure out what activities you like to do and just just do them, you know, be active. That's right. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Well, it was great to have you here, Martin. Again, thank you so much for being on my podcast. For those listening or watching, there is a link uh, below it to the VCR website in the description box. You can click on it to explore VCR's resources and learn more about providers, including Martin. So uh, again, thank you so much for being here, Martin. It was wonderful to chat with you and uh, hopefully thank our you. viewers can jump on to the next segment we have. Great. Looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you.